Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Grow.Work, hashtag LFG fan, where success is in the details. I'm your host, Justin Bonnet. Today, we got a special guest. Got our good friend Cordero on here. Cordero, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Cordero Davis, owner of North Georgia Auto Pros here in Baldwin. I have a shared Cordero, thank you so much for being here, man. I'm super excited. Uh, the fact that we've talked for probably five minutes collectively via text and just the energy I received from you, I'm like, we got to do an episode. We got to do something new, something fresh where there isn't any background to either of us. I think it's just, it was a cool mm -hmm. way to do it. And I'm, I'm just glad that you're here. Yeah, me too, man. It's um, like I said, fresh, just ball of ears. You're always looking to grow and, and, and do things. Yeah, super excited. So you own North Georgia Auto Pros. What do you guys specialize in? Actually, let's take that back. When did you start? Tell us tell us your story about getting into detailing. Uh, kind of detailing history, you know, um, from detail as far as business partner before. Started over actually in the garage with a shop back uh, and a pressure washer. That's kind of where we started, what, three years ago now, uh, before we finally got a brick and mortar. We were out yeah. doing the mobile stuff, you know, yeah. uh, saving up money, trying to, try to get it yeah. built. Finally got into one, and the rest of this issue just been growing each year. Um, of course, I think we're about now to, you know, four full-time guys. So. Really? Dude, that's that's awesome. So you started off mobile, and now you've had your brick and mortar for how long? Uh, two years. Two years. Very nice. And... What do you guys specialize in? What's your what's your go to? Uh, I've been uh, starting out with paint corrections um, with ceramic coatings. Now we've got into the PPS side and window tests, uh, and looking to get in. You know, a few more items. Of course, you have the uh, windshield repair stuff just coming. Um, of course, you know the little smaller ticket items like daylight restorations. I kind of get more customers in the door and stuff like that. Man, that's really, really cool, and it's funny. So I don't know if, you know, again, we've only talked for a very, very short, brief time, but I've been doing mobile for 15 years, and I'm just now making the transition to full-time in the shop, and it's like I'm terrified. Wow. It's like, <laughs> like, Look, I can, I can, it's crazy you say that. It's, it's going to be that way. You, you know, it's always scary to take that next step, the next leap, um, but once you do it, once you get settled into it, it's going to be like you're riding the bike again. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really, really excited. What do you feel like, what did y'all start off with? What's been the best for y'all as far as what y'all offer? Um, and what did you decide to do next? Um, what's been really the best for us is adding the phone because that kind of opened up other avenues and say, you know, doing you know, more dealership type work and stuff. You know, adding window tent and now you're able to offer that and the detailing side, you know, to their customers, they can offer the ceramic coatings to their customers on their vehicles and, and things like that. It's all itchy level type stuff where you kind of anything you do. So to get customers in the door, you need an entry level ticket. And so then when you go to bigger consumers like dealerships and stuff, you need an entry level ticket to get your foot in the door of theirs. That's really awesome. Just the way you speak, I'm very curious. What is your background professionally before you got into detailing? Man, none. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I've always had, uh, I worked at UPS for like, I don't know, eight years. I worked at the post office. I uh, did Pepsi for seven. Generally speaking, the people's kind of been in every job. 
Right. To a certain aspect. But yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, I I feel like customer service is the biggest part of any business, in my opinion. And just yeah, the yeah. way you hold yourself and bring yourself to the table speaks volumes. Uh, so you guys do the window tent, the ceramic, the PPF. Is all that in-house? Do you outsource any of that if you're not telling too many secrets? Yeah, everybody's in-house. Um, and, and the most bizarre part of all of that is talk myself on everything. From the sorry, I'm pancreas. You know, operate the polishers up there, DA, you know. Um, so talk about that, got doing that. Um, had a bizarre um, window tent. He used to be probably, I don't know, a full day to, to do two front windows yeah. when I first got into that. You know, but YouTube um, kind of talked about that. PPF, there was a little training involved in that, but just starting out, you know, doing a few panels here and there was kind of on my own. And then, you know, you go take a class, kind of back to trade, but. But yeah, kind of self-talk throughout the window tent process. That's really awesome. As far as PPF, what brand, again, if you're okay speaking about it, what brand are you guys using? Yes, absolutely. Lumar. Lumar is with our PPF. Uh, the biggest one, of course, is the uh, Valor paint protection film, which offers, it's already infused with ceramic. So that's the big thing off the customer because now you got to upsell, you already got the ceramic with the PPF. Yeah. Um, and the same thing window tent, same company. That's awesome. That's that's amazing. And dude, the PPF game is insane. Like the amount of technology and things that are out there yeah. is crazy. I mean, even the de detail industry as a whole has become so much more commercialized and like accepted, you know, in the mainstream, I feel. You know what I mean? It's it's more um people mm -hmm. look at it with more respectfully now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. It's, it's around here, it's still just kind of grabbing a hold a little bit with PPF. Um you got to really educate the customer on what it is actually being in a more rural area. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Um, so you said you guys do dealership work. Is that something like you just do if they ask you for a car, you just take care of it? Or is it like consistent work? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, pretty consistent. So uh, there's some dealerships and some places that you know, printers, if they get a possession in or they get a vehicle from the sale, uh, those are generally called, uh, pools. So you're basically going in and pulling everything out of it from the seats, the carpets, um, stuff like that, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and that's, that's a big, a big asset to have people to be able to do that. Dude, I think that's awesome. And the fact that, I mean, you got a four people team, so it's four plus you. Uh -huh. That's amazing. Um, how long have you had your people? Um, so that, that's been a. The first, there's probably like a two percent turnover rate. Yeah. Um, I had a uh, one guy, a canard patching, just when I was able to get somebody from my garage. He's been with me ever since. Awesome. Um, so yeah, he, he's been pretty awesome. So he's been from the garage to the shop. So he kind of knows the ins and outs of almost everything here. That's good. I mean, you you got to have that person that you can lean on a hundred percent, so that you can continue growing the business. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's for sure, man. If you don't build a, uh, you know, a solid team, it's easy to say you can do it yourself, but you're all going to get so far with, with one guy. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So is each one like trained in a certain aspect or do they all, they all kind of well-rounded? Yeah. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, a couple of new guys that are here, mainly used for the polls. Mm -hmm. That's more of an entry level job. Is you're basically, 
we'll call them tier one details. So if yes. you come in, you're a tier one, you're probably going on, you know, some of those vehicles that come from a dealership or buy a place where you're pulling, you know, seat and stuff like that. Because that's easy to train. Right. That's right. you're willing to work and you want to work your way up. It's kind of weird. It's coming to the building. It comes inside the building. You want to do, you know, work away. Just something else like paint, paint directs and stuff like that. Um, you could work your way into it. Just be willing to learn is the biggest part. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a great great uh, perspective. Yeah, you got to be willing to learn. You can't know everything. Even as a business owner, we can't know everything. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to adapt and and figure things out too. Um, so as far as software, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there, a lot of a lot of different softwares. You know, we did that episode with Michael Abrams from. You're able. Are you using anything like that? <laughs> yeah. Um. I actually, I think I subscribed one time, but when we use primarily go high level, all the software that's in there is a marketing company. Um. So there's we put software in there, and also Square. You know, you can do this by anything through Square. Yeah. And so we got those two platforms, but yeah, going forward, I kind of want to get into the you're able side of it because instead of going two different places. Let's combine it and put it in one place now. Correct. With that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a huge, avid user of Square, and um, I'm highly thinking about getting in the Eurable. One of the scary parts about it for me is just losing all that data that you get. You know what I mean? You kind of got to start over. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. part of it, right? It's part of the growth. It's part of, you know, figuring out what works and what actually, you know, helped build the business. And, um, like Carson from Maryland Auto Spa in, in Maryland, he was talking about his experience with Eurable and how much it mm-hmm. automates so many little pieces that would be like a job, you know, for a person. Like how much time and money is being saved by the app just kind of streamlining it all, which is it's extremely important in our business. Yeah, absolutely. If you can save, um, say for instance, like you could, you can save a head, like you got a person that you can not per se is cut out you don't have to hire that's also money that can towards you know promoting someone else and paying them more because in order to keep you get people you gotta pay them um, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day yep absolutely absolutely as far as the ceramics what do you guys use? um modesta we okay. can use we're pretty low with starting now we're using uh system you know something you know, what the, no name brands lower tier things we're able to get into with Modesto. Had to fly out to Virginia for training. Yep. Which the other, what I love about them is the exclusiveness. Of, you know, everybody Joe down the street's not using Modesto. Not selling to any and everybody. And also, it's, it's a good product. Um, and lately, we just got a um, you know, the secondary. I think it's going to be a big one going forward. Is board fifty? You know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know Joe with, you said Joe down the street, but Joe with Ceramic Elite, I think he's a Borfine user, and that stuff's, like, insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of Joe. He's, um, I think it's him. And as far as the few advocates we for, um, it is night and day um, in parody, yes, with only gloss look. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember he did like a Range Rover or something that was on his Instagram. It was like looking for water. It was it was crazy. Yeah. That's no, that's really cool. Trying to think what else we got going on. So what are your goals for twenty four? So I mean, 
which is great. You're going to be the first podcast to drop in 2024. I'm super excited about that, which I think is really cool. It's a great way to kick off the year. Um, so that way, kind of, I really look forward for us to build a business relationship and friendship and kind of maybe revisit and do another episode and see where you're at in six months. Um, so having said that, what are some of your goals next year? Uh, biggest goals, man, or really for me, myself, um, business owner, well, I say me, my really as a team collectively, culture. Um, yeah, I kind of want to nail down that culture here. Here, and um, you know, just have a. I guess not say a good culture, but make sure everybody's on the same page of what we're doing as far as customer service. Um, putting out a good product each and every time. It may take a little longer. You know, that's comes in a month or two after the customer. We may need to be a little longer. To make sure we're putting out the best product that we can put out uh, each time. And nobody's perfect. Look right. uh, we can try our best to uh, hold up like this. Absolutely. No, I, th I think that's great. Having high standards really sets the bar and it keeps the consistency level high. And I know mm -hmm. for us, it's all about having systems in place and just trying to do like the exact same steps every time so nothing is skipped. And yeah. You know, you got checklists or whatever it is to hold people accountable um, is really important. So I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, so as far as goals go, like numbers wise, do you guys like try to like look at every month or the week before or anything like that? Dude, I definitely do. I'm an avid um, money watcher. When we came into this year, I was just trying to beat every month by month. So I wanted to beat yep. January's numbers, February's numbers, um, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah, next year is kind of the same deal going into January, which I call P1. I kind of took from every job I've always been working for somebody else, kind of take something from them. So at Pepsi, we have 13th period. So I kind of break it down as far as that. So going into P1, so it'll be the first couple of months. You kind of want to get a head start because you know you're going to make good money in the summertime. When those summer months hit, you're booming. Um, but I also think January, February, if you can squeak into that week and get into February tax time, everybody's trying to get a new ride, get window tents, ceramic and stuff like that. So really boost the numbers going into February. I think kind of sets you up to have a good year here. That's awesome. No, I, I think that's great, and that's it's interesting you just said that because. The last couple months, uh, lately, we've been doing the same thing. We've just been pulling the numbers from last month. And I think it was Audrey that we had on one of our episodes. She's a real estate agent. Uh, and she's like, you're only as good as your last month. And I'm like, you're right. So, like, you know, or excuse me, you're only as good as your best month. I think what it was. I can't remember. But <laughs> it's just about going in, honing in on the numbers, just doing everything you can to, like, squeeze it out. So once you take those little squeezes through each month at the end of the year, big difference in numbers. Yeah, and, and it's, 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 I would say baby steps, but it's a piece to the puzzle. So every month is a piece to the puzzle. Um, and if you have an off month, you know, the puzzle may not match up the way you want it to in the end when you get to month number 12 when you get into December. Because, you know, things drastically slow around Christmas time just because everybody's crunching pennies and, you know, get Christmas presents and, and stuff like that. And then when you roll around in January, they spent that money. Now it's bill time. So you really got to think strategically when you're uh, 
planning things out as far as promotional type things you want to offer. Yeah, I, I think that's great. It's a great, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's human behavior is like a society, right? Like so many people do the exact same things and that's why you see those dips and those ups. So it's just about taking advantage when the time is good and being able to provide, you know, like you said, those promotions and things like that to keep the business flowing. As far as acquiring customers, like how does that go for you guys typically? I um, mean, that part's been pretty good. Um, actually, great friendship with, ironically, I was just boosting things on Facebook and into that nature as far as trying to do ads. I was oblivious. I'm not the best technical guy when it comes to the side of the business, but I was able to stumble upon a guy that's in Alaska. Um, I'm not sure if he was just starting his business or getting going with really good in it. Um, Stephen Lee from Rogue Marketing, that's the company he owns, him and his wife, Caden. So they've been tremendous in the aspect of uh, growing business. So all the leads will come through, you know, they'll build out landing pages and so on and so forth, whatever we really need. Um, and I will say, if somebody's not connected to a, you know, a um, company like that, if you're not doing marketing, God, you're kind of getting left behind. you got to reach people uh, in some way. And it's even broken down to the demographic of who's clicking on the ads, you know, from Google landing pages or whatever it may be. The marketing side of detailing is so like intoxicating and like it's a whole industry in itself now. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been looking at, I think Detailers Roadmap is one that pops up quite frequently as far as consistently like good returns. Because I'm sure you know as well as I do, there's a guru every five seconds that can guarantee you 7,000 ceramic coatings. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, the best one is we won't, we don't want any money until you get, you know, X amount of certain coatings. That's the best one I've heard. It's crazy. And I love all these guys that have never touched a car in their life and they can see X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. on that rabbit hole. Uh, but yeah, I, th I think, uh, like you said, if you're not investing in one of those companies, you're kind of getting left behind, which again mm -hmm. is something because I've grown my detailing side like organically over 15 years, it's pretty much self-sustaining as long as our yeah, customer yeah. service and our quality stays on point like because majority of our clients for mobile are recurring like every four weeks we're pretty much doing the same people which is good yeah, yeah. um so yeah I'm, re I'm really excited to the fact that you've been doing this as long as you have in the shop to kind of like just watch you grow and just kind of you know network and work with you a lot you know and just see what we can make happen over the next year no, absolutely, man. There's growing things on your own, but there's it's just things, there's hurdles you're going to have to jump day in and day out. Yeah. Biggest thing is if you stay the course, you have a plan, um, success roadmap as well. Like say. Um, if you just stay on that on that road, um, you're, you'll be fine. I love that success roadmap. That's a good one. I, uh, I try to take something from every episode, even though the person may have coined whatever they say. I try to, like, I want to build, like, something that has that for everybody to like read from, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. How about home life? You got it, one in the detail in the industry. Uh -huh. Yes, man. I have a wife, um, have kids. That's probably why I have to stay working all the time. Um, but no, they're, they're all great, man. My wife is, uh, is the biggest uh, support system that I can ask for it. Cause you gotta think I started over in the garage. Um, as a matter of fact, new house, new baby, um, 
you know, and you only got a couple of customers, it's kind of hard, you know, and, and pull in a mortgage, you got other bills, but thank God she was a great woman stood by me, uh, group of businesses. And here we are now. That's really inspiring. And, you know, it's one of those things, like so many people ask, well, how do you do the whole work-life balance? You know, everybody has their different definition of that. So for you and your small family, <laughs> what do, do y'all do? How's your work yeah. balance? Man, that, that's a tough That's one that um, I haven't mastered yet. Because there are some days where I'm here from 5 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Um, that's one, and that's, we can add that to the, the work at home part going into 2024 um, to, to create better work-life balance, family balance. But, but yeah, that, that's something to get better at. And I always hear that. I cliche if, you know, you, you got to grind, keep grinding. But you also got to make time for, for the bank. Um, you can't work, work, work 24-7 because you're missing out on those best years as a kid and, and your marriage. Yeah, that's, that's very true. As far as your wife, does she work? Yeah, my wife, she's a counselor at uh, one of the middle schools where we live, uh, South Harrison. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, tell her thank you for her hard work because I know being a teacher, anything government-related is usually uh, something yeah. you have to absolutely love. So tell her thank you from us for sure. Absolutely. Um, no, I think that's great. And like you said, it's all about being intentional and, and making time. And not only time for your family, but time for yourself. Like – so many individuals get lost yes, in that and they don't take the time out for themselves. And that's when the mental health, the diet, the lack of physical exercise, all that kind of goes out the window. Yeah, man. And, and, and then it took footnote off of that only in a detailed industry. It's so hard sometimes make friends with your peers because everybody, not everybody, but you'll have so many visitors that are just cut there. I mean, it, yeah. there's no friendship there. Um, they're going to bad mouth it. No matter what, um, but, but that's one thing I would like just to see change in like a detailer's group, man. Like, hey, everybody's in for everybody because there's enough vehicles on the road for everybody to make money and eat um, at the end of the day. 100%. Yeah, this industry is not saturated by any means. And I agree 100%. I was talking to a gentleman named Ben at a car show recently. He'd been detailing for about a year. I can't remember the name of his shop, but... Super cool guy. But yeah, he was saying the same thing. And it's like, that's something I thought about doing at my shop is like a monthly meet or something like that just to, to network. Because there's those days where you either have too much work and you can't handle it or somebody's not in your area. And so you can like help other people eat and send them business. Exactly. But also feeding off of that is, you know, these other guys have to show up and do the right job too. Like I've sent work to other people and then I'll follow up to make sure everything's good and it and it wasn't good, you know. So there's just a yeah, yeah. and it, and that that kind of shoots you in the foot. Yeah, it's just about setting that standard in communication. You know, like you can try Bob over here. I don't know how good he is. You know, whatever he does, but he might be able to help you. You know, I I think uh, over committing is something that I know I've done in the past. I, I try not to do that. You know, or over promising and under delivering, no matter what my job or sending it to somebody else exactly and, and that's about you that's a cliche that my uh cousin-in-law owns colors by the duff that's your cousin-in-law he always says to you that's amazing yeah, were, it you is, at, man. were you at the georgia leo show 
I uh, was yeah, yeah, actually, we did. We did show. I didn't have a um, was it this year? Uh, but I just showed support. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I was uh, awesome. I was next to Auto Clean with the little K truck that was in there, the little light blue truck that was inside. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was like definitely right, walked right past. Yeah, I was right there selling products and everything. Man, now I'm trying to rewind. Be like, oh yeah, we did say what's up. Did yeah, no, no, no recollection. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Because we're, we're we had the kids. We're just now and uh, you know supporting. I mean, he was hosting it, and I mean, he he does a great job with uh, everything. He has one on his shop too. Yeah, I've talked to him briefly. Um, the reason why I'm there is because of Greg James. He and I have become friends over the past couple of years. Um, and he's the one that okay. owns owns the organization Georgia Law Enforcement that puts that mm-hmm. on with Andy. So what a small world. Dude, I'm telling you, the detailing world, it comes full circle whether you want it to. It does. That's why it can't be um, This is true. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you and I met through Deanne, who I met through one of my friends that used to have a Subaru but now has a Toyota Supra. Like, that's how I. That's how you and I are having this conversation. It's crazy. Yeah. Speaking it's of an awesome customer, dude. I mean, honestly, she takes to God. We did her cars, but, you know, I had a business partner and we're, we're doing our thing down in uh, Franklin County. Um, okay. And that's how far she dates back. So she's been a, a pretty loyal customer uh, to me. That's awesome. Yeah. She was saying ever since you were doing mobile, like that's when she, she got on with you. Yeah. She, she knows for she, she's saying the growth there because from the mobiles from down there, that's in the mobile side and also. When I was detailing it out of my garage, uh-huh. it would drop their vehicle off. So it's it's been been a grind, man. That's really cool, man. Yeah, she's it's funny because her and I have a pretty good relationship, but we've never met in person. It's nuts. Sometimes those are the best ones. Yeah, you're right because it's like you learn enough, but you don't learn anything. Like you know what? I probably shouldn't talk to this person. Like it's it's just enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not saying that about Deanne though. Um. So you said. You had a business partner, or you still have a business partner? Had one. Uh, you know, it's one of it's kind of where you, not to say there was any ill will or bad intention. Just kind of, I just kind of want to do my own thing. In a nutshell, man, I started over like literally one shop back. Went to Harbor Freight, the cheap one, um, pressure washer, and just started from there. And just just saved up enough to get a get a trailer, cargo trailer, um, and then just building on from there dude i'm so proud of you for in in short such a i mean i'm sure it seems like a long time for you i mean three years is not overnight by any means but for you from what you're speaking about starting three four years ago to where you're at now is exceptional i think that's great man it feels like it's been the longest three years in my life it feels like it's kind of you know especially that first year slow motion nothing's going your way you don't know how to build customer base Went around one day just giving out cards at Walmart, um, soliciting, basically. Um, anything you can do to, you know, to kind of build. I think I had like two regular customers, man, and that, that was it as far as um, the income. And then the rest is kind of word of mouth. Get a few people in here and there. Yeah, that's that's amazing. But that's what it takes. Like, it takes, like, hitting the pavement. It takes believing in yourself and not stopping, you know? And... To you to be able to do that, like I said, in three years to where you're at now, four employees, you got a shop. How big is your shop? 
Uh, right now, we, we're, we're trying to get bigger. Uh, we're going into our last uh, year of the lease here. And I think we're at um, 1,800 square foot. It's not big, so it's like musical chairs yeah. as far as when you get ready. When everything's going on here, just move this car to move two more cars. It's kind of painful sometimes, but we yeah. may do. Organized chaos, man. That's what I like to say. Yes. So, Cordero, before we leave, uh, where can everybody find you at as far as Facebook, Instagram, website? Um, Facebook, North GA Auto Pros. Facebook. Um, and then, of course, our website, com. Uh, Instagram, we got to get better at that going into 2024. Our Instagram is kind of obsolete. Um, of course, we got a few things on TikTok. And, um, but yeah, that's another thing. Bigger on uh, so the social media side of it. Yeah. Right now, Google has really been our best friend as far as we're growing the business. But yeah, Facebook, we got a pretty good presence on there, I think. Dude, at, like 6,000 6, followers, followers, bro. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. nuts. It, it, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous, bro. Like, I need to, like, we got to talk a little bit more. And see, what you do, you just get a friend to add a friend here Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love it, man. But, Cordero, thank you so much for your time, man. I'm really looking forward to, one, releasing this episode, letting everybody hear this, and then, two, seeing what we can make happen between the two of us. I think, I think 2024, I know 2024. I'm super excited. Me too, man, and likewise, and thank you. Absolutely, man. Again, everybody, let's grow. Dot work. Hashtag LFG fam, where success is in the details. And we'll see you guys next time.